Yo, 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 yo. Today is a special episode. This is an episode where I have been drinking caffeine all goddamn day. Dude, I, same. Uh, <laughs> I'm usually not a big caffeine person, but uh, I have to drive after this podcast. It's 7.30 p.m. when we're recording, and I have to drive, uh, what is it, like three and a half hours after this. So i yep. been chugging caffeine all day and no beers. So I'm fucking... With it. I'm ready. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm fucking uh, yeah. geeked. Just, just so uh, <laughs> we're clear, my name is Raven. I'm the guy who's geeked up on caffeine. Hell yeah, I'm the guy. Hey, yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, that is me. I can just not geeked on caffeine. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. Just creepy little uh, noises into the mic. That's all yeah, Mike is contributing yeah, today is yeah. creepy background noises. Mike and Ryan over here. Yeah. <laughs> let's get oh it. Oh my God. <laughs> all right. And that is right. the caffeine, dude. Let's go, boys. <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about nitrous oxide. Or as you may know it as hippie crack, laughing gas, whippets, nos, or nangs. And it has many more nicknames uh, other than those as it is not only used in human applications as we will talk about later. But for most people, especially most people listening to this show, you probably know it as hippie crack or whippets. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <It's dude>. a- <laughs> or just nitrous, yeah, or just nitrous, nitrous yeah. yeah. Actually, a new one for me was hippie crack. I didn't know that until this episode. Really? So. Yeah, I'd never heard it <laughs> the called hippie crack before. Calls <laughs> <laughs> wow. himself a deadhead. Hey, I'm not. I, I don't call myself a deadhead, and actually, I, you know, I, I'm I'm new to the fucking whippet scene. I've only been around. You're whippets, literally like, wearing when- a Grateful Dead shirt. Right now. You both are. Oh, so. shit. I am too. Fuck. <laughs> 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 I've been exposed. Shout out to Dead. We're fucking beginning of the episode. Oh we're already talking about the Grateful <laughs> Dead. It's a fucking good ass episode, boys. I mean, I mean happy yeah, I, fucking Monday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. This is a good uh, chemical to talk about the Grateful Dead. Oh, I got loads to talk about, dude. Let's go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, should we just start anyway, out with the dead? <laughs> anyway, no. no anyway. That's that's, that's, that would be mean. Anyway, nitrous oxide as a street drug is typically purchased from a sex shop where it's being advertised as a key component in making whipped cream. And I don't think I really need to explain why whipped cream would be used for sexual purposes. But that's <laughs> tip- <laughs> Typically as a street drug, that's where you're going to acquire it. I- I've heard of some people buying it from like big box grocery stores. But well, uh, but I mean... Yeah, that's like a little, little low level because like some people yeah. are only exposed to nitrous when they buy balloons at a show yeah. or outside of a show, like after it or in a parking lot at a show. Like some people, that's like the only time they'll ever really be exposed to it. They don't even know that you can go get those little like canisters. And like crackers and do them yourself. Yeah. yeah. So, well, which is uh, weird because that's how I was introduced to them. I didn't really know about like, you know, the tanks and balloons and shit until like, in like the lots of concerts. Yeah, until like, you know, the past like few years and shit. But like when I was like a teenager, like I that was when I was doing like the canister whippets and shit. And, right. Uh, yeah, yeah, same. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we literally fucking went with one of our friends' parents to go to the store to get fucking <laughs> <laughs> canisters. And but what, uh, took uh, them back Micah to do whippets. And, what Micah and Ryan are referring to is after jam bandy kind of bands or uh like psychedelic kind of music actually outside of a lot of concerts uh you'll go out into the parking lot and a lot of times you'll hear ice cold whippets and like tanks just just 
is literally the sound of tanks as soon as you leave the concert. Yeah, and if you see balloons after a concert, it's not uh, it's not helium in them balloons. It's uh, it's usually going to be nitrous. Hell yeah, dude. It's funny. Actually, in the UK, uh, as soon as like clubs get out and stuff, like it's not even like concerts. It's like clubs and shit. Uh, people are fucking selling balloons and shit on the street. It's wild. Yeah. Oh yeah, three for twenty. Three for twenty. <laughs> exactly, dude. Yeah, and so this is uh, going to be the first drug that we're talking about that is actually a completely legal drug everywhere because of its many uses in uh, a, quite a few different industries. So it is completely legal to just walk into any store that sells nitrous and purchase it. It, it I'm pretty sure there's some stupid law that's like not you can't buy it when intended to get high on it, but yeah, I don't care. That's <laughs> just so stupid. You could buy well, it. Well, so like if you were to <clears throat> be selling tanks at like outside of a concert, the police will try and confiscate those <laughs> tanks and like get you in trouble for it. Right. Yeah. Like that is something that, you know, because you've got balloons, you're selling them for profit, you're trying to get people high. Like it's, it's, that's still illegal, you know? Um, <clears throat> But yeah. I think no one's going to be get, getting caught for like buying nitrous, food grade nitrous and going home with it. No. Getting no. High. Yeah. Uh, like you could get pulled over with boxes in your car and you oh, yeah. just be like, yeah, dude, I'm a fucking baker. <laughs> That's why I got a baker's <laughs> dozen of fucking. <laughs> yeah, you, you, I think you can even order them from Amazon. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Or, yeah. Maybe not Amazon, but you can order them online for sure. Definitely. Yeah. I, I, think you, I think you have to be 18 though. I, yeah, I you have to be so. 18. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, I I've bought nitrous canisters for making some cakes that I was doing. Um, Were you off 18? Of Amazon? Yes, but Amazon doesn't know that. That's true. Uh, uh, they know. Yeah, that's they a didn't good point. check but my I mean, ID when I. Yeah, but I'm saying like in like grocery stores and stuff, because like when I was like a well, teenager, yeah. you couldn't just go in the grocery store and buy canisters. Like you had to be 18 to do it. Yeah, and typically these canisters are going to be little tiny silver. They look like if you've ever played Airsoft, what a little uh, green gas canister would look like, but silver. And if you're doing them like at home, you would buy a thing called a cracker. That's essentially just you put a balloon on one end of it and you put the the canister inside of it. And as you cl- cl- uh, screw the, the thing that's called a cracker together, it punctures the little soft spot on the metal cylinder and lets all that gas come flying out into the balloon. So that's. I mean, or you just use one of those like whipped cream cans. Yeah, or you <laughs> yeah, use a legit exactly. whipped cream can. That's what I have. That's what I did <laughs> when I was a kid. I never, I had, I've still to this day never tried an actual balloon. I've always done it from the fucking, uh, <laughs> or from wool. Oh. No, uh, actually, the people I was doing it with, uh, they had like a cracker and you just inhaled like out of the cracker, which is like extremely <gasps> bad for your lungs. Yeah, and, like uh, you could get your lips get like yeah. Yeah, I know. Trust me, that's why I've only done it like twice, and I was like, "This sucks." <laughs> <laughs> Yikes, dude. Dude, yeah, I know. you did it improperly, my friend. Oh, a hundred percent. But that was also because I was hanging out with fucking crackheads, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Literal crackheads. Yeah. Well, you know, it's Oregon, so meth, meth actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they couldn't afford crack. Uh, so <laughs> nitrous. Nitrous is a naturally occurring, colorless, non-flammable gas that is most well known for its use in the medical field as an anesthetic or in the food industry as a necessary ingredient for making whipped cream, as I said, hence its nickname, Whippets. And uh, there is a brand, the the most popular brand is called Whippets, which is pretty funny. But the interesting interesting thing is… The industry that many people overlook when discussing nitrous is its use in the automotive industry and the rocket industry. Anyone? Shut up, Paul. Anyone Walker, who has seen the dog. Fast and the Furious movies uh, <laughs> should be familiar with Paul Walker's famous scene where he goes up and says, I need NOS, two of the big ones. R.I.P. Paul Walker. Dude, yeah. Rip, my, rip, that's rip. one of my favorite scenes is when he's fucking racing. And he's just using the NOS going hard. And then his car is like falling apart. And the fucking, literally like the floor is falling out. Yeah, it says says danger to manifold. (laughs) And then his floor pan falls off. (laughs) Yeah, dude. That's one of my favorite scenes of all time in any movie, dude. (laughs) It's one of the most made fun of scenes of like by car people in any movie. Oh, really? (laughs) 
it says danger to manifold on his thing, which makes no sense. And then yeah, the floor falls off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. Someone I know for it. me, for me, it never occurred to me that nitrous that they use in race cars is the exact same nitrous that a dentist would put, uh, use to put you under for surgery. I don't uh, know why those two things just never clicked in my head. Yeah, no, up until researching for this episode, I, I had no idea. Uh, and now I know. Um, I thought they were, yeah, I don't know. I thought they were different. Guess not. You got learned. Yeah, so I mean, maybe we should go to uh, some speed shops and just go fill those big <laughs> nitrous bottles. <laughs> no, I heard, so I did hear there's a slight difference. Be- I, like, I read a little bit there's about There's probably it. different add-ins and shit. Yeah, exactly. I don't remember what the exact things were, but it was like, it just barely slightly different. Um, it's probably just it's, not uh, safe for human uh, consumption. Yeah, well, and they also say uh, not to use medical grade uh, nitrous in your NOS tanks because uh, it's... Because it doesn't, so the, like with the thing with uh, nitrous oxide is it doesn't have uh, a smell to it, uh, like medical grade stuff. So they they say it doesn't have a smell to it. So if you have it in your car and it leaks, <laughs> then you're yeah high as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> or if you were to light a match, you'd go boom. Well, also that yeah, true. Good I point. don't I don't know if that's true about the medical grade nitrous because uh, nitrous has a smell and a taste to it no really? it has a flavor but yeah it has a slight flavor not a smell okay yeah yeah i read it i was guess a it's not a smell odorless gas it's odorless but it's not tasteless yeah tasty's nuts yeah, boom got him dude but you'd start tasting it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah dude i mean yeah fucking super interesting i mean that would <laughs> Uh, I did read a story about uh, someone on Reddit that took their car to a uh, like a car or they they went to a car shop, got NOS and then went to a different car shop at one point because that one was like closed or something. And uh, the people were like, why are you using like medical grade nitrous? Like, I guess this car (laughs) shop was using medical grade nitrous to like that's all the tanks. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. uh, chemically, it would do the same thing. And originally um, when they very first were putting nitrous in vehicles, they were just using medical grade because, you know, it was the very first uh, exploration into the field. So if we want to just talk about the history real quick. Yeah. The history of nitrous oxide actually dates back further than any drug that we've talked about so far, other than alcohol and mushrooms for obvious reasons. But the first synthesis of nitrous oxide was in 1772 by an English chemist, Joseph Priestley. And he published his discovery in a book called Experiments and Observations of Different Kinds of Air. <laughs> really cool. In the yeah. same book in which that he documented his discovery of oxygen gas for the first time. So nice. nitrous and oxygen were both discovered at the same time. 1772. Damn. I, like I wonder how people... Kind of oxygen. <laughs> the nitrous oxide oxygen. <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> Hell yeah. Wait, so how how were people breathing if they didn't discover oxygen until 1772? Oh my god. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, they all had gills <laughs> until 1772. Oh yeah, we were lizard people. <laughs> yeah. We have Hell a yeah. vast misunderstanding of evolution, actually. It's been way sooner than we thought. <laughs> yeah, until this guy. What was his name again? His name was Joseph Priestley. Wow, thanks, Damn. Priestley. Yeah, thanks, Price. Yeah, I do. <laughs> in, uh, in 1794, a book was published by Thomas Beddoes and James Watt that talked about how nitrous and other factitious airs could be used medically through inhalation. They also built machines to create different gases and invented equipment to potentially administer these gases to patients. So that's a full 20-odd years, 30 years or 22 years. God, my math. My quick maths. 20 odd, 30 odd years. But I mean, it's interesting (laughs) that they were experimenting with with these gases, using them as like medical chemicals when, as we've discussed with things like opioids, it didn't happen for another like couple, like a hundred years. Yeah, Yeah, that's a good point. Honestly, yeah. It's strange. I mean, that's what's so honestly, I think, peculiar about nitrous oxide is that it is just like some natural, um, naturally occurring substance that is got so many applications, like you've talked about 
Yeah. It's um, a really cool gas. Yeah, it is. It really is. And I mean, it's obviously much better for anesthesia than um, like chloroform, right? Like they used chloroform for a while. Yeah. Which is a solvent that's <clears throat> just like terrible for your organs. And I was actually going to talk about chloroform in this episode, but I decided to skip away from it just because I found the history of nitrous to be cool enough on its own. Oh, yeah. It's fascinating. Yeah. So while its ability to be used as a medical anesthetic was discovered by this time, skip ahead to 1799 where the drug was still not being used in medical application, but instead as a way for the British upper class to get high, officially coining <laughs> the term laughing gas as they would all gather for laughing gas parties where they would huff the yeah. gas and notice that one of the main effects from the drugs is spontaneous bursts of laughter. Dude, I just love, I also love imagining these British like socialites just like and doing they're a fucking, balloon. Yeah. <laughs> well, especially back then, dude, like that was like when they were speaking like proper, like super proper English. Yeah. So like, dude, yeah. the queen is just sitting there fucking, like, another one, give me another one. <laughs> I just love that this is like the first thing that we've talked about. That it was first considered to be used as a party drug and not in medicine. Dude, yeah, well, yeah. And so, what made them actually use it in medicine was because of these laughing gas parties. Like, I guess someone like was running around fucking laughing and doing crazy shit, and like fell and like knocked their tooth out or like fucked their tooth up. And then, like, a dentist was there. His name's Horace Wells. So he was like attending the party and saw this and was just like, "Oh shit!" And so, like, uh. Cause like the dude, the dude that fucked his tooth up, like didn't have any pain or like anything like associated with it. And the, so the dentist saw that and was like, oh shit. Like, I wonder if that could be used for like, uh, like dentist work and stuff and then tried it and it worked. And he was like, so what's interesting, cool what's interesting about that is, so it was starting to be used in laughing gas parties around 1799, right? Horace Wells uh, having that experience happened in 1844. Yep. So 44 <laughs> years of just using it as a party <laughs> Nice, dude. dude. that 44 yeah. years is probably so Imagine wompy. how much money some of those kids made on the street, those little dready kids. Oh, they were like, yeah. three for 20, three for 20. Oh, <laughs> I, I know. Whip it. <laughs> <laughs> All the peasant kids were just like, yo, 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 we got the goods. <laughs> Please, sir, dude. I need money dude, for Nitrous my Dude, Nitrous Mafia goes fucking Far back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Horace Wells, as you were saying, in 1844, demonstrated its ability to numb that patient's pain with a dental extraction. He went on to keep using nitrous with pretty great success, uh, having it only fail about one or two times. This being said, it did not start being used by other dentists for another 20 years. So until Damn. 1863... Due to its safety and effectiveness not being fully trusted or understood, this is because nitrous oxide can be fatal if not administered with the correct amount of oxygen. Your right. heart will get deprived, or your your heart, your your brain will get deprived of oxygen, which can lead to heart attacks and you can die. And these deaths still happen. I can only find one study stating that on average, around 36 people a year still die from nitrous oxide inhalation. But wow. who knew? Who knows how many thousands of people died in the 1800s, 1900s from dentists and doctors not administering it correctly? Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah, I mean the the medicine back then, or just all those people at those parties. Yeah, because yeah. Well, if you're like hooked up to a mask, like they're probably doing it on a legit mask without an oxygen tank mixed with it originally. I don't know. Mm, yeah. Or they probably didn't even have tanks back then. I was gonna say. Yeah. So. That is interesting to think about. Thousands of people have died from whippets. But um, yeah, people still die from doctors, though. Not only on a street level of ingesting nitrous. It also happens from doctors and dentists. Maybe not um, maintaining their tank equipment correctly and regulators and things like that. If a regulator goes out 
and you put someone under on pure nitrous, then it's very or it's 100% likely that that person's brain is going to get deprived from oxygen and could potentially mm. die. So, damn, that's fucked. Big sad. Oh, 100% but big sad. With the the last, the last thing I'll mention about the history is that the first drag racers to ever use nitrous oxide in their cars began in the early 1960s, where they started hiding bottles of nitrous in their funny cars between their legs uh, to cheat the rules, essentially. And they directly injected the nitrous into their massive superchargers, making them be able to go speeds upwards of 185 miles per hour (laughs) in a quarter mile. Which Hell was completely yeah. <laughs> unheard of at the time. So they were going around 185 mile an hour within eight seconds. And this is incredibly fast for 1960s, as the world's yeah. fastest production car at the time was the Ferrari 500 Superfast that topped off at 171 miles per hour. And who knows how long it took it to reach that speed. And they yeah. were Whoa. blowing past these things in eight seconds. Which oh my is, God. <laughs> not to mention, still very fast for today. An eight-second yeah. race car would set you back fifty, dollars $100,000. Well, it, oh, people, if there's any car guys listening, they'll argue that you could get a Honda Civic to go eight seconds with <laughs> like very minimal stuff. Well, I mean, maybe not eight seconds. But um, 185 miles an hour in the quarter mile is still incredibly fast for today. Yeah, like, for sure. Uh, the world's fastest like uh, drag racing cars right now only go slightly above 200 miles per hour if we're not talking about funny cars. Uh, so funny cars and top fuel cars nowadays, uh, well, not only can they cost over $500,000, but they can also do a quarter mile in around 3.6 seconds. So... Wow. Much faster than back then. But compared to like a a drag race car that most people would be able to uh, build themselves, maybe even at their home, this is like the same same kind of speeds you'd be going as they did in uh, the 1960s. Damn. So, and and the reason for this is because uh, nitrous oxide is a fuel oxidizer which means that it doesn't because it's a non-combustible uh gas but what it does is when it encounters the fuel it oxidizes the fuel making it be able to um burn combust more efficiently Ah. and which is funny because the effect that's the effect that it has on fuel is that it is an oxidizer it adds oxygen but if you put too much in your brain, it actually deprives your brain of oxygen. So that's a funny little huh. tidbit. Yeah, I'm, dude, I'm, I'm learning, dude. I don't know uh, a ton about like fucking cars and uh, nitrous. So that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Hell but yeah. that moves us into more modern times where Ryan has some some funky music. Uh, Play yeah. that funky music, white boy. Play Whoa, that funky dude. fish stuff now. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I'm going to go on record, dude. I don't Fuck like fish. fish. I've tried listening to fish so many times. It's not for me, dude. As as a, yeah, like as a strong, strong fan of the Grateful Dead, fish just doesn't do it for me, man. I have friends that are like, they love fish and they don't like the Grateful Dead. And I'm like, cool, you're insane. Uh, you should yeah. go to a mental hospital because that makes yeah. zero sense. Uh, yeah. I don't understand wow. what it Get is with... I mean, dude, I'm going hard at the fish fans, dude. Uh, honestly, I don't get it. No, you know, no disrespect to fish and all the guys, but, like, I, it's just not for me, you know? Uh, I I see where they had a place in time, and I think if Jerry Garcia didn't die, I don't think they would have existed and been able to, you know, be as famous as they were. But since the we dead get stopped, it. you don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. All right, sorry. <laughs> I just went into a full tangent happier. right there, dude. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, leave I felt all I needed that to in. cut you off. <laughs> oh, I agree. I would have went for another ten minutes probably. <laughs> Anyways. 
regardless of whether or not I like fish, uh, nitrous oxide is extremely popular in fish lots. And also, it's generally in jam band uh, lots, like uh, Widespread Panic or Umphreys McGee, uh, mostly fish. But yeah, these other jam bands, I mean, they're even outside the Grateful Dead or uh, Dead and Company shows. I witnessed it. Like, as soon as you walk out the door, there's this fucking 30 people spread out all over the parking lot just fucking selling whippets or selling balloons full of nitrous oxide. Uh, and I, and the reason, I believe, of why this is so popular uh, is from, you know, I've, I've never experienced this, but reading Reddit reports, people say the mixture of LSD and whippets is, like, the coolest fucking thing ever. It's pretty uh, fun. It's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, have you guys tried it? I've never, I've never <laughs> yeah. experienced it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. That's that's part of why I do nitrous. Like, I don't really do nitrous <laughs> on its own. No. Hell no yeah. It, so, because it only lasts about thirty seconds, it, right? Like, when you when you get a good womp going, and then <laughs> it, 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 I just <laughs> usually people call it womp, like womping, because it literally makes like your whole auditory system just go wah, 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 and your vision goes. For me, I see a bunch of little red and blue dots everywhere, and my vision kind of turns into like uh, what you would imagine an old cafe floor looking like, like the right. like the black and white tiles <laughs> and kind of like um, a fuzzy TV. And well, it goes, and wah, hitting, wah, wah, wah. hitting a balloon on, like hitting a good amount, like a big old balloon on LSD or any other psychedelics typically… Honestly, can actually be a lot like having like a DMT type visual experience. Like it can, it can get so visual. It's right. Yeah. Yeah. I've read that. Uh, and well, first of all, have we did we already discuss the like effects of like you know what happens really when you when you take take a whip it or? I mean, I just did. Kind I of mean, I mean, of, yeah, yeah, but, the, but that's yeah, like I, I, at the most basic level. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, from okay. So first of all, uh. I guess the feeling of whip it for me when I've tried them uh, is like just super like distortion of like time and sense of like your surroundings. Like, I don't know. I, for me, I've always heard this like weird white, like high pitched, like fucking warble, I guess, type of thing that goes on. And you like, I don't yeah. know, a lot of people online describe it as like 8 bit sound. Like everything yeah, just that, seems that, super. That's perfect. Cartoony. That's a perfect description. Yeah, sound. yeah. That's what I. That's what I, when I read that I was like, okay, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, so the mixture of that with LSD, which is uh, obviously a psychedelic that makes you trip and uh, fucking already feel all crazy and euphoric at points <laughs> and just already a little warbly and lizardy. Uh, so then when you add a whippet to that, I've read a lot of people say like the kind of like distortion of like your surroundings and like even time as well. They say like it may feel like you're like in these like crazy time loops for like hours and what's really just 30 seconds worth of like time. So uh, I'll say from personal experience, I've gotten that not only on LSD and Whippets, but just on Whippets alone. Uh, okay. One time, just to divulge a little bit, uh, <laughs> I, I, um, decided I wasn't drinking at the time and I was kind of bored. So I just went and bought a 10 pack of whippets. And I was like, I'm going to just load my freaking thing one after another and just like see how many I can do before I pass out. <laughs> and I got to about six and then I was like sitting there. I couldn't move and just like my face kind of felt all stiff and I was getting the craziest eight bit sound, but then the TV was playing, but then for some reason, and it was the craziest experience I've ever had. I've never had it with anything else. I heard the same sentence when uh, when the, the whomping started coming on. I heard that same sentence play on a loop about 15 times until Whoa. I came out of it. And I had to like rewind my TV because I was like, did that seriously just replay like 15 times? Oh, but, yeah. No, Whoa. it was yeah. literally all in my head. But I don't, I don't understand. That's what I, I how love that about dissos, dude. That's the thing. Like they're so, they're some of the weirdest drugs because they'll make you full blown hallucinate. Yeah, and, and it's Damn. unexplainable when you experience it because you're like, how? I don't understand how I didn't keep hearing the sentences 
after that, but I kept full volume hearing the same one repeat like a like a, a freaking broken record. Yeah. Damn. It's not That's for the lighthearted, cool. by the way. Like I would say mixing like LSD and nitrous, you know? Yeah. Oh, not sure. Not for the lighthearted. No. Because like, you can come back… Yeah. When you come back out of it, you're still tripping. So if you had like right. a weird like situation going on while you're freaking whomped out… And you come back into an LSD trip, it can it could probably freak a lot of people out. Yeah, I mean, I can. I I the only way I can relate to that is because I've smoked DMT while tripping on LSD, and that's always a very strange experience of like coming back to like what should be reality, but you're still tripping, and you're like, oh whoa, like especially after a very strange. (laughs) (laughs) That was literally me last weekend. I know. Dude, yeah, it's fucking strange. Like, you just come back and you're just like, what's going on? I don't… I feel… Dude, every time I do acid, I feel like a lizard. So, like, whenever I come back after, like, doing DMT on acid, I come back and I'm just even more lizardy. I'm just, like, on the wall, just, oh, oh, what's happening right now? Licking bugs off your wall? Yeah. Dude, literally. Big old old eyeballs, super confused. Yeah, 100%. (laughs) But um, instead of taking it, uh, the whippets while… You're tripping. Another way people will uh, use nitrous is right before, right after they take LSD, just kind of doing nitrous as a way to mitigate the uh, anxious feelings that can happen when coming up on a drug. Right. So that's uh, that's a way I've used it in the past. Is you take the LSD, wait about five minutes or so, and then take a whip it, and then you won't go into the LSD trip nervous because like mm. you're so freaking wigged out from the whip it. <laughs> That makes total sense. Yeah, I, I read a little bit about that, but uh, that's good to like hear an actual like story of someone that I know of has had plenty of experience with LSD. Yeah. <laughs> so that's cool. Uh, yeah, one of the things I wanted to mention about uh, like doing LSD and whippets uh, is that a lot, like from what I've read uh, online of like reports and stuff, they say that the mixture of LSD and like cannabis and um, uh, like MDMA or any any like psychedelics or any of those drugs like ketamine or like uh you know uh, they say the mixture of that with whippets causes like extreme dissociation like more than what like, yeah. what a whippet does already so uh especially if you were to try a ketamine which is already isn't ketamine a dissociative yeah yeah so that would be fucking wonky dude uh oh it's great yeah have you tried I that mean, well, <laughs> Oh yeah, of course. I mean, Hell dude, yeah. like I've done, I've done nitrous with pretty much most drugs that I enjoyed doing. Oh, cool! Hell yeah, dude! I didn't know that. That's I, good to know. It's one of the most easy drugs to just mix with other drugs, you know. Yeah, nitrous sure. and cocaine, nitrous and yeah. <laughs> oh no, nitrous and cocaine, dude, was actually really cool. Yeah, really? <laughs> I hate to have to say yeah, that right here, but yeah, wow. No, honestly, because it, it, it was like I always like ketamine and cocaine. Oh god, I sound bad here. But, um, you know, it's it's good because, um, you know, they call it Calvin Klein. Um, a little chill. Interesting. A little, a little up, a little chill. Um, okay, yeah. So one of the weird things that I've noticed that's strange about people with nitrous is that they'll, like, uh, like have convulsions, like seizure-type looking things. Um, they call it, like, fishing out or something. So one of the <laughs> first times I ever did whippets was just at this, like, party house. And I did, like, three of them in a row for, like, my first time ever doing it. And I was just like, I thought I was just laying on the floor, like giggling. And then I like come to and everyone's like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, dude, I was just having a good time. I was just laying right here. And they were like, no, you were like seizing. Whoa. (laughs) And I had no idea. I know one time I had the biggest balloon. It was like bigger than my head and my neck and like chest. It was just the biggest balloon. Couldn't even see myself. And so then (laughs) I had the whole thing. And like the next thing I know, same shit. My ex was like pissed, dude. She had the worst look on her face. She was like, "You're done. Like, what? this is we're, we're not, you're not doing. You're not doing anymore tonight." And I was like, "Why?" And she's like, "What do you mean, why? You don't you don't know what just happened?" And I was like, "What?" She's like, "You just started going limp, and you you just started like bobbing your head there, and drooling out of your mouth." And I was like, "Okay." Oh, and, and uh, another effect. And I was stoked. I thought it was fun. Another oh, effect yeah. that happens when you ingest too many whippets is your lips will turn straight up blue. Yeah, yeah. Well, because that's the weird thing. So nitrous is really strange because, like, the way that it 
gets into the bloodstream and makes its way, you know, to your neurons and shit like that, is that it actually has to diffuse through like your blood and the tissues because it's a gas, right? It's it's different than like your typical drugs where you ingest them like orally or inject them. Like they're like in a solution of some kind. Yeah. Like they're a powder dissolved, you know? So like it's because it's a gas, it has like this weird pressure gradient thing where it has to go through and it pushes out other gases from tissue and blood and it won't attach to hemoglobin. So it will just pass freely through the blood. Um, and that's why it just hits so quick and also comes out of like the body so quick. And, you know, it's such a short high. It's like 30 seconds or so. That's why like in wow. anesthesia, right? Someone has to be like fully like, on it like and they the, have to have the oxygen added because that's the thing is it's literally once it gets into the, like the blood and shit it's pushing out other gases yeah trying to ah. equilibrate and make this like pressure gradient to pretty much do its job and so it, it is that's why it's so dangerous in a sense is like it could technically like arrest all of your like uh neurons and stuff like that and and I'll, i guess i'll just finish with that because that's part of the weird thing was is it was misunderstood for the longest time as to how it can actually be anesthetic like why, like what neurons is it hitting? Because it's a gas. It's just weird to study yeah. with a gas like that. And there was a study that actually showed that it had um, antagonism towards those NMDA receptors, which is the same thing that PCP and ketamine do. Oh. And that's, it pretty oh. much is like shutting down the nervous system in a certain way. Um, it's not, it's kind of like GABA, but dissimilar to GABA. Um, and so- Anyway, um, yeah, it, w- it took a long time for them to really kind of understand that it was actually uh, this NMDA receptor antagonism thing, um, which huh. I think is cool because nitrous just was like used for so long without much understanding as to how, uh, you know, it had these anesthetic and even analgesic properties. So. Right. And a- yeah. another effect just to kind of tack on to all this is it <clears throat> it is a very dense gas. And I, I'm really curious to see what would happen if you were to inhale uh, helium and then inhale nitrous. Because one thing that happens when you <laughs> inhale nitrous is your voice gets insanely deep. Like yeah. really, really deep. It's like the opposite of what happens when you inhale helium. Right. <laughs> nice one, bruv. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's weird. Nitrous is strange that way. Um, Hell yeah, dude. I think it's kind of, it's funny though. I mean, I, I one of the other things that's strange about nitrous is, I don't know if you guys knew anything about the whole vitamin B12 deficiency thing. Yeah. yeah. Right, yeah. So like it does cause, if like used in like excess, it'll cause vitamin B12 deficiency. And there was this 18 year old like college student girl who uh, ended up having like full blown bottom, like lower, lower limb uh, weakness and then like pain like tingling sensations and bad shit that just got worse over time. She was inhaling two, 20 to 200 of those canisters every day for six months. Wait, did you say 20 to 200? Jesus yes. So Christ. 20 at the lowest, 200. Oh, yeah. for, for how long? Every day for six months. Holy <laughs> shit. Dude, that's so gnarly. <laughs> so they treated her with like B12 and some other enzymes because the thing is, is like the weird part is, is that it doesn't actually like, uh, just completely destroy B12 and like get rid of it. It like interferes with the enzymes that use B12 and need also to be able to make B12. So like it's something where uh, your your doctor might actually see you having bad symptoms and they'll they'll not really know what to do. And they're supposed to treat you with these enzymes rather than like methionine and things that um, will support B12, you know, activation and whatnot and. Um, yeah, it's just kind of strange. It's, it's a weird, it's a weird drug, um, for that. And I don't think that people hitting balloons, you know, a couple times a year at a show or outside of a show or whatever is going to like at all give them B12 deficiency, but obviously this poor girl, um, every day for six months and yeah. imagine how expensive that is. Cause that's another thing is whippets aren't necessarily cheap, right? um, for yeah. the duration of the high, I would say, cause the high lasts around 30 seconds and, a. a little box of like 10 canisters is like 10 bucks. It's like a dollar a freaking thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, no. And well, unless you, uh, unless you're able to get like an actual like full tank, which I've heard is only like 50 to 75 bucks to get uh, a full tank, like uh, refilled. Yeah. So uh, it can be expensive if you're doing it just consumer grade. Right. Totally. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's funny. You mentioned uh, 
uh, like an 18 college year old, 18 year old college girl that did a fuck ton of whippets. I read another story about a 20 year old girl that did 360 in a week. And doctors found nice. that she had similar brain damage to someone who had been an alcoholic for 40 years. Holy shit. Yeah. What the fuck? Dude. dude yeah. Um, I, back in the day, <laughs> you, uh, this is horrible. Uh, me and a person that was close to me, we would get, <laughs> we would get around 200. This wasn't common at all. This happened like three times, maybe more. But we would get <laughs> 200 for the weekend. Oh and my like, God. sure, other people are, other people are like hitting it or whatever. But uh, yeah, <laughs> it's not uncommon Dude. to do mass quantities if you have it. Oh, yeah. I yeah. Mean, I know people that have gone through tanks, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, there are a lot. The tanks are like, you know, 5, 10, 20 pounds. So, yeah, it's fucking nuts. I, a lot of the stories I read on Reddit where people are like, yeah, like, on average, I do like anywhere from like 100 to 300 fucking whippets in a weekend. And it's like, holy fuck. That's fu like when they go to like festivals and shit, I'm like, that's insane. Um, so, yeah, it's I'm glad we talked about all the effects and everything uh, because that kind of helps me jump back into what I wanted to talk about with music. Uh, yeah. Is because so in the 70s and 80s, like 1970s and 80s, I have to say that because this fucking shit's been around for so long. Um a lot of people were using it as like a party drug. Like it was often like often used at parties, uh, kind of like how it was originally used. But it's funny because uh, people got like, I'd say kind of high tech about it. Like uh, I read that the Jefferson airplane had a special room that was like super cushioned and shit. So they could just, is literally a room made for doing nitrous. Uh, so if you like were to like fall down, like you would just land on like cushions and shit. It's like, oh a, it was like a full dude. cushioned room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah. And, that, and dude, like in like the seventies, like sixties, seventies and eighties, like all those, I mean, it's, it's been popular for so long, but like a lot of those bands were using it, like, especially in the Bay area, we're using it just as like a party drug and like, Using it in recording studios. Like, I guess it was pretty... I read that it was, like, pretty often used in recording studios. Uh, and even... It, so I'm going to bring it up again. The Grateful Dead. My boys. Oh, yeah. In the movie... Or I guess it's not the movie. Uh, oh, that okay, show, so the, right? Yeah, it's, uh, it's... I think it is in the Grateful Dead movie, but it's also in the uh, Long Strange Trip Amazon series where it shows them in the recording studio when they were working on Oxoa Moxoa which is their 1969 album, they were using it while recording and mixing. So they just had a tank in the fucking control room and like hoses spread out all over the control room and people were just fucking hitting fucking nitrous all the time while they were like recording and mixing. And so there's one particular song that they uh, mixed, recorded and mixed while like just doing tons of fucking whippets, just tons of nitrous in the tank. I assume they were also probably on LSD at the time. Because it's the Grateful Dead, uh, and that was like during their like trippiest period of recording. Uh, especially that recording, they went and spent so much time just like doing weird fucking shit. Because like their previous recordings, they weren't really stoked on like the sound, so they like wanted to learn how to use the studio and like spent fucking hours and hours and hours, days, weeks working on this record. So one particular song uh, is called "What's Become of the Baby," which is the second to last song on Oxoa Moxoa. Uh, and when you listen to it, you're like, this is definitely made on fucking nitrous, dude. It's just the most <laughs> strange, weird, fucking distorted, like, sound with, like, loops and shit. And, like... Sound like you fish got, or something? Uh, what's <laughs> up? Sound like fish or something? Dude. <sighs> is it, like, a cover of fish or something? Because, I mean, Bro, that's all they do, right? They just cover fish, right? I'm gonna fucking beat you down, dude. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, no, not at all. Uh, fish him? is actually, fish came, fish is a band from the eighties. This is in the sixties. <laughs> so fish is clearly based on the Grateful Dead, not the other way around. Okay. So shut up, Micah. Just kidding. Time uh, doesn't even exist. Call me an angler because <laughs> how much I freaking love fish, dude. Oh my God, dude. You guys are fucking going to the other side, man. You guys are moving to the dark side. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> so yeah it was just used a lot in like the in the era and uh while recording and you know uh a lot of there's a lot of that album sound was from 
whippets, which is funny because if you listen to it, it's just the mix on that album is very strange. And now like having that information, you're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense for sure. So, uh, but yeah, it's it's popular in a lot in a lot of jam bands. Uh, like I said, Fish, Widespread Panic, Umphreys, McGee. Uh, and apparently it was the Beach Boys' favorite drug. I guess they used it a ton. Really? Yeah, which is, I was like, that's wild. Because when you think of the Beach Boys, you think of them as being like, you know, just like chill surfer dudes that are like, you know, not doing lots of drugs and stuff. But apparently these dudes were doing fucking whippets all the time. <laughs> that's so, so cool. Yeah, dude, uh, super dope. So, um, was that yeah, so, pre Manson or was Manson freaking hanging out? That's doing a good question. The Beach Boys? I'm not sure. That's a really good question, actually. Uh, yeah, for all those people that don't know about that, uh, Manson was uh, good friends with, uh, was it Brian uh, in the Beach Boys? I think one, one of the guys from the Beach Boys, he is either Brian or Dennis or, anyways, uh, fucking. Is there someone even named Dennis in the Beach Boys? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know shit about the Beach Boys. He was friends with one of the Beach Boys. And yeah. friends, fr- use that term loosely. He, he liked him because he True. would bring girls around. But then he very much so just bombarded into this guy's mansion and was using his recording equipment and uh, kind of just bumming in his mansion with all these girls until getting yeah. kicked out. <laughs> yeah, because they went on tour and came back and Man- Manson was like had been living in the house for like a month or two or something like that. And uh, Yeah. Yeah, anyways, we're not talking about that. Uh, We're talking about fucking nitrous. So one of the things I want to talk about uh, that doesn't really... Well, it kind of relates to music, but not really, is uh, these fucking shitheads, dude. The Nitrous Mafia. They are from the East Coast. They basically reign the East Coast for all concerts and festivals. They basically control the nitrous, the selling of nitrous all over the East Coast. They're from Boston and Philadelphia. Um, so basically any festival concert that has to do with any jam band, they're usually outside selling nitrous. And if you're trying to go and sell your own nitrous there and make some money, they will beat the shit out of you and take your tank uh, and all your money. Damn. They're full on thugs. And well, you uh, can make a fuck ton of money, dude, off a tank. I read a... St- like, yeah, you tell me. $300,000 from one concert. Yeah. Dude, what? Yeah, I know yeah. someone who said their dad would make ten grand a day going to dead shows. That's insanity. Yeah. I, dude, when I so coming out of Dead and Company recently, literally all you see is just lines of people, and all you and you just hear fucking balloons getting filled up for days. You just hear psh, psh, all all over the fucking parking lot, and there's just lines and lines of people, and people like you can't even see anybody with the tank because there's so many people surrounded them. Uh, yeah. And then just balloons all over the place. It it sucks because people aren't responsible about, well, I I can't say all people aren't, but I'd say a lot of people from what I've seen aren't responsible about their, uh, disposion of balloons. They just throw them on the grounds, uh, on the grounds, on the ground. (laughs) Bad Uh, nitrous heads don't know what they're doing. Like good nitrous heads will bring their balloon back to the dude. Which is dope. Yeah, but yeah, kind of gross. Shit. But it's straight up etiquette. It doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, that is gross. So are they? It's more or less that he has a bag. He might reuse it. He might not. But the, the, he shouldn't reuse it because the thing is, is they get weaker and weaker, and that's when they start popping. Yeah. So, I mean, like I would have been thinking more. And oral like, herpes transmission. That's yeah. literally <laughs> what I was about to say. <laughs> but still, it's yeah. more just the like aspect of like I don't know. Be nice. Yeah, you're for literally sure. slobbing on this balloon. Maybe, yeah. Maybe you know what? Maybe he has some alcohol pads or something. I don't. Know. <laughs> you saw how quick that guy had in New York had to do it, dude. Oh my! He's gosh, using one yeah. hand to practically fucking grab money, the other hand just to fill up balloons. He's he's letting the tank just run, and he's just putting balloons on it as he goes. And yeah, like grabs money because Micah and I went to a show at King's Theater in New York, and we come out and need like. Four dudes come just running from around the corner the minute they see the crowd start to come out with tanks just yelling, uh, what, three for five, or what was it? Three for 20, three, three for, for 20. 20, three for 20. And just, yeah. It was cold funny. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny, dude. Yeah, it's, 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 it's interesting how many crowds are attracted to whippets because, like, it's not only the jam band scene, but it's like, from what I understand, it's a lot of like, uh, you know, like, I guess, like, EDM shows and stuff, too. Like, it's kind of, like, 
everywhere, right? Is that is People that correct? Just love I mean, you're, yeah, I mean, you you. It seems like from what I've read, a lot of the EDM scene loves nitrous too, which is dope. It, it's gonna uh, show up wherever there's a. There was so much nitrous at Sonic Boom last weekend, dude. Fuck yeah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not any dope. tanks though. It says in bold in caps. The only thing in bold in caps on the prohibited list of items is nitrous <laughs> tanks. Oh my so you god! Can bring, just, you can the bring thing guns. Is, is they, it, it's people that like <laughs> no guns. It just I'm, this was the only one that was not. Yeah. So like um the reason they don't do that, like let it allow it, is because there's just so many people that would be making money stand and having people in like 50, 60 people swarming them. Yeah. You know, buying all these balloons. It's just like it's ridiculous. And it can bring in a lot of like shitty people. Crime and yeah. uh like yeah. exactly just, the mafia. There it's just yeah. hazardous. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. like the main the main crime thing is the nitrous mafia. I mean, it's not really any other crime that goes on, you know, it's just these fucking people that don't even give a shit about these bands and they just come in and they're just trying to make money and that's all they give a shit about. They don't care about music. They don't care about like a good time. Capitalism, like, baby. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah they're doing exactly. it. They're doing it. Yeah. yeah. So we should, which, should we talk about uh, like what, harm reduction then? How you don't get beat up by the nitrous mafia? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't, don't try to sell nitrous. If, if you get your hands on a tank, don't sell it in a lot. Um, you know, people. That's the thing. People think of hip of hippies, <laughs> the people going to these shows, as you know, free loving, happy individuals. But in reality, that oh, can't be true for everybody. There's still people out there that will beat the shit out of you for no reason, and there's still you know violent people out there. You can't just uh, classify one group as probably going to be chill because there's always yeah. a little yeah. outliers in every group. Nitrous is just dirty business, you know? Yeah. yeah um, totally. Also, when it comes to harm reduction is, well, uh, just be careful when I would say using balloons specifically that you're, you know, taking a breath outside of the balloon every once in a while. Not yeah, don't blow back into it. I don't like how people think that that's what you're supposed to do. It's just like right. giving yourself oxygen deprivation by doing that. Yeah. Exactly. You always want to be mixing the oxygen because you're going to get just as freaking wonked out uh, taking the whole balloon to the face uh, as you would <laughs> breathing it back and forth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because obviously everyone, just to remind you all, we breathe oxygen in, we expel carbon dioxide. So if you're breathing back into that balloon and you're just constantly inhaling back into the balloon, like it's just ridiculous. You're just recirculating carbon dioxide and nitrous oxide and that's and why no we oxygen. Have, we have a, a little special at the end of uh, this episode just to remind you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, another thing I want to mention, it's just on um, maybe pollution reduction. Don't just go… I, I literally was walking by a car in New York that outside of the door, someone had left like 50 little canisters. They're recyclable. They're recyclable. Come on, guys. Come on. Uh, that's so easy. Yeah, that that's kind of stuff whack. is what's going to get things banned or like yeah. more regulated than uh, you want them to be. When you're just going to pollute them everywhere, that's that's what gets stuff banned. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It it's it's just people being careless and lazy and not trying to dispose of the trash. And it's like, dude, do not do it while driving. I have seen people <laughs> oh do my it. God. My, in person, Mike didn't know somebody who got in a car accident because they were doing whippets while driving. Are you serious? Yep. Jesus yeah, Christ. Sure yep. Yep. Wow. Yeah, don't… I mean, I didn't even think that needed to be said, accident. but I guess it does. Well, no, it does. I mean, that's the thing. Like, people just need to be reminded, like, that it's in 30 seconds. Like, it's a very fast-acting, intense, dissociating, you know, anesthetic drug. It's not… Some, it's something you should possibly just do while laying down, right? Yeah. Like people yeah. do it standing up and then they fish out and they're fucking seizing on the ground for a second. Yeah. And it's terrifying to everyone around them. Yeah. So, Dude, be like the Jefferson be airplane and just build a room that's fully padded. So when you do nitrous and you fall down, you won't crack your skull. <laughs> yeah. And don't do it in a bathtub or a pool. Yeah. yeah. Or a hot tub. Yeah. yeah. And definitely or not while you're school drunk. or a fucking. Nah, I do it in school. <laughs> yeah, school's was great. Just, <laughs> Dude, I've sold so many balloons that in the bathroom, bro. <laughs> Dude, oh, you know what? I That'd wanted so to mention this. 
<laughs> out of a school bag. <laughs> no, you oh, know what? Fifth, I, fifth grader kid with a bunch of dreadlocks. <laughs> oh, I was thinking you as an adult in a school bathroom. Oh my God. <laughs> That's weird. Okay. <laughs> That's that just mafia goes too far. I oh guess. my God, dude. You know, one of the things I forgot to mention earlier that I thought was really funny uh, is apparently in like the 60s and like late 60s, early 70s, uh, there was this group in uh, San Francisco called the East Bay Chemical Philosophy Symposium. Uh, and anyways, they were just like this like fucking uh, chemical research group that would just do tons of fucking nitrous. Like they said uh, between 68 and 70, their members consumed 500,000 quarts of nitrous. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, so, but they would go to the like instead of because, like we said earlier, whippets are kind of expensive or can be. So they would go to stores and just get like whipped cream cans and shit like that and fucking do them in the store, like in the freezer section, and Ooh. just would fucking so they didn't have to pay for it. <laughs> and I was like, Dude, <laughs> so just walking through a grocery store and seeing like dudes in the sixties doing all those, <laughs> those poor people. Everyone that went to that grocery store and actually was buying like whipped cream, they'd just get home and they'd be like. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about that. That's a good point. That's funny. <laughs> it's fucked up. It was actually. like the, I bet you should have got on the news. All these housewives are like, "Fuck! Why is all the fucking <laughs> <laughs> uh, But right. yeah, so one of the things I forgot as well to mention in harm reduction um, is like what we mentioned earlier. With we said it's not safe to do right out of the cracker because uh, we didn't really explain why, but it comes out super cold. Like, I think I read that it said minus 40 degrees Celsius is what the gas is at when it's, like, cracked. Uh, so, inhaling that is a horrible idea and can freeze your lungs. And also the… And get the, frostbite on your lips. Yeah. <laughs> and the rate that the air comes out of that cracker as well as, uh, like, a nitrous tank or something like that uh, is so fast that the constant, like, pressure can rupture your lungs. And oh, yeah. so that's why Absolutely. they say put it into a balloon first so then you can, you know, like have your own control of how quickly that goes into your lungs. Or just get one of, of the refillable in. whipped cream things that have the little trigger that you could uh But even regulate. that, sometimes that's <laughs> sometimes the Sometimes you get a, a nice little floppy cheek going. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like if those sometimes those are a little sticky and then you accidentally hit it too hard and it's just like Oof. your lungs get a little too poofed. Yeah. It gets yeah, that's… Sketch. Gnarly, dude. Yeah, that's why I didn't have a good time trying whippets, but maybe, maybe I'll try it again. Balloons are great because you just sit there and like take little sips. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, I wanted to. I kind of wanted to after the dead show, but uh, my buddy was kind of in a hurry to leave, and uh, we were just trying to. Honestly, I was kind of in a hurry to leave. There was just like an overwhelming amount of people everywhere, and I was like on acid, and I was like, I got to get out of here, dude. It was too right. claustrophobic. So yeah. I gotta okay. get out of here well, too, I think. This <laughs> episode is going to be a shorter one. We are on a little bit of a time crunch. But uh, at the end of this episode, I don't feel comfortable putting any plugs at the end with the current state of the world. So for the end, I just want to say we all. it is so important that all of us voice loudly and all stand with the uh, women and their reproductive rights are getting stripped away by nine old men who think that they could fucking tell people what to do. And it's so pathetic to see that... It, I don't want to compare it to, like, gun laws, but it's like, okay, a kid can get shot in a school and they don't do shit, but women can just have their rights stripped away from them. It is so inappropriate that anybody, especially a bunch of males, can tell women what to do with their bodies. I don't give a fuck about your religion... Keep religion out of politics. Keep your fucking opinions out of politics. They're on the wrong side of history. And we just stand with the states that are doing something about this. Stand with California and, it, and stand with Oregon. I don't care what you think about the governors in these two states. They are actually speaking out against the Roe versus Wade thing. So stand with these states. Stand with the states uh, just voicing loudly that this is not okay. And, and you know... Support women everywhere. Yeah. Do whatever you can. Spread spread real information that more women are gonna die from this. I feel like you you put it you put it well. And the thing is is fuck the Supreme Court. Fuck what's going on right now. Yeah. And hopefully it gets better. And fuck religion in politics. It's the yeah. dumbest shit ever. Yeah. 
Your stupid little fucking book shouldn't be able to tell people what to do. Exactly. Yeah. As we move forward in history, we need to actually move forward. And so, yeah, just that's it. Stand strong and fucking yell at the stupid people that are fucking trying to tell you what to do with your body. Yeah, 100%. Fuck those people, dude. Fuck this, the Supreme Court. You can lick my fucking nuts. <clears throat> yep. This podcast stands with you. We're on your side. We love you. Our hearts are with you. And we'll voice as loud as we can that we're not okay with uh, the decisions being made in the Supreme Court right now. And with that, thanks for listening. And uh, yeah, have a nice day. Goodbye. See you next week. Bye. Bro, and these idiots, they're like, they were like, oh, oxygen deprivation is what causes the nitrous high. (laughs) Fucking dumbasses, bro. Let's go.